Hi guys, welcome to chapter 13, The Influence of Modern Art on Graphic Design. Um, so in chapter 13, we talk about all the different revolutions that take place. And the first revolution was the Cubism. It was influenced by the African tribal art subjects, both human and nature. And uh, they were drawn along a geometric plane. Uh, yeah, um, if you look at the, um, the art, the cubism art, you'll see that there are a lot of different shapes and that's what their um, uh, pictures are all made out. The art is made out of. Uh, it's just all different shapes put together and made, they make something out of it. Um, I think, I feel, um, maybe the native art is, um, has some kind of, connection to that uh, as in the native art is the cubism art because uh, even they have a lot of shapes that are put together hmm, maybe i don't know um the next revolution was the futurism uh, futurism was more a typographical revolution so they changed the type so instead of using horizontal and vertical planes, they started using it to demonstrate their subject. For example, like Alice in Wonderland, if there was a mouse, they would put the type in the form of a mouse. So they started using type in different ways. By putting type on different planes and different angles, they started writing... Um, yeah, um, they started writing poetry subjects of their poetry um, were put in different planes from different angles that's what started up the movement of futurism it actually influenced typographical wordings on posters and how they were drawn they broke away from the traditional horizontal and vertical planes and they started doing the typographical designs and that influenced posters and ads then came the Dada art. That was a totally different art. After the futurism was um, happening, people were moving. People were moving away from everything. Then some of the futurists became Dadas, and it was an anti-art movement. So they were trying to break away. It was a, like a rebellion because um, they didn't like what was being done. Um, they felt there was a loss of humanity and spiritual spirituality. Um, they started using uh, different collages. Basically, they started throwing things together to produce different art. Some of them even used magazines. They didn't even they didn't draw it out. They just used different magazine covers and collaged them together and made their art. Even though it was an anti-art, it was so out of the realm of what traditional art was that they actually inspired innovation it made people think outside the box as a result it helped the graphic design movement they used texture and all that to produce their art hmm. and the thinking was just weird <laughs> i guess um yeah uh, after that came uh, surrealism. It was more imagination and fantasy. Uh, 
they would put art together and then start fantasizing on that they used it to demonstrate really strong emotions so because they were um drawing in their fantasy world they became innovative and they started developing new techniques to do what they were fantasizing what they were seeing in their imagination that's when surrealism developed a lot of new uh, techniques of visual arts in simple they were um living in a world of imagination and then drawing whatever they imagined yeah and then came expressionism expressionism mostly did uh, it was mostly uh, exaggeration and distortion um of what you saw uh it was very emotional it really expressed oneself so it was very um, bold uh the colors the strokes were big um they used wood and other tactile ways of showing it and it was because of the world war 1 because um after that there was a lot of poverty so there was a lot of empathy towards all the widows and children um so that's what expressionism was trying to express those was trying to trying to express the emotions of the empathy and really strong emotions of how they felt about the world war one and then the last was photography um this was very interesting because it was so long ago it really changed the visual arts it started looking at photography in a different light like trying to stage it using light and shadows what was very was what was really interesting was that one of the guys there was the first to develop solarism it was the first step it started so long ago and over time it has developed so so for me um what was interesting was just reading this and how it evolved from monarch to democracy and how people became opened and started um taking risk and becoming um innovative now after reading this um it will be more interesting to look at the art because it will be more interesting um because now i i will know what it came, where it came from and what are they trying to express because before i looked at stuff and i was like hmm and i should just walk away because i really didn't know what was happening um and for and for me just the clear pictures was i i could understand those not just all these shapes like cubism with all the shapes just thrown in i didn't know what it was and i was just like oh okay yeah and i would walk away because um we are looking at it from eyes from today we don't know what those people were thinking at that time you know if we look at something which is a futurism and it's all these fantasy things now when you look at that time period when they were doing that it is actually going to make sense and it will be so much um, easier to look at and to uh, interpret it yeah i guess now when i go to a museum I'll I will enjoy looking at everything 
because I'll be looking at it from a different perspective. And yeah, kind of excited now to go to a museum to see what I have learned. Anyway, um, that's what I read and learned and understood in chapter 13. So, goodbye, take care, see you in the next chapter.